Oh, and I completely screwed that up. So <laughs> I don't know, y'all, this is the new year. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I just got home from work. So anyways, good evening. This is The Missing Piece with Trish Moe. And I, I do want to, before I forget like everything else tonight, I skipped my intro. Um, we are live broadcasting live on 105.3 FM New Orleans, as well as we are on Roku now. We are on all your major podcast stations, um, as well as broadcasting on on about seven or eight, about eight Facebook, um, Facebook and YouTube channels now. Um, and, and Roku's a new thing, I'm sure, you know, many of my listeners, um, as well as the, the networks, have heard that, that we are now on Roku, so that's exciting. And I do want to thank Carnation uh, for sponsoring one hour of my show, as well as um, UPRN, so thank you all for that. Um, tonight, I do want to... Um, <clears throat> Remember Martin Martin Luther King Jr. Day? That is today. Obviously, he uh, revolutionized um, citizens' actions and um, for nonviolence. Um, and and today it is actually recognized in many countries around the world um, for a day of volunteerism and and. I guess, citizen action in countries. So remembering that, that's always, um, I did have, I'll, I'll put it on my Facebook group. My, my daughter made an entire presentation on her own. Not, I mean, she was bored over the weekend, so it had nothing. She, she made an entire, um, well, she, she had the birthdays, historical dates. I was very impressed. Pictures, all, she even made an entire poster. So, <laughs> I did that when I was in primary school. I did the same in primary school. We had this huge art thing going on, and I made a huge poster. My art teacher helped me with um, Martin Luther King. It was fabulous. Really? Yeah. That's it was awesome. Nice. I went back a few years ago. <laughs> and that's, you know, and that's, that's what was really surprising to me when I was, I was doing more research, that how many countries do um, observe Martin Luther mm. King Jr. Day. So that's that's something that's, it's actually, I mean, it's good to see, especially in this day and yeah. age, because, you know, there's so much craziness out there. Um, but today, back to, uh, we are, and it is January 16th, just for those in case this is replayed in the future and you don't get confused that, um, that it's a replay. But I want to, I'm, I'm very excited um, I saw my guest, uh, it's been a month or two, maybe, um, I don't know, time has just gotten away from me, on, I believe it was Through the Lens, Through the Lens with Brian and Lex, yes, I didn't remember if it was if mm. just on um, Parapost Network in general, or that's where I was going to, I was going to post the link over there because apparently we, it, StreamYard did the thing where we needed to uh, reauthorize. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, Your destinations. Yeah. 
So, so I do want to welcome my guest. She is from Ireland. I can't even pronounce which part one? of the name of the town that you're the, from. The, oh, really, Drogheda? Oh, yes, Drogheda. Jenny Sullivan Sunyasi. Is that yeah, my? Did I completely? Okay. You got a perfect. Anyways, uh, she's always had a passion for the paranormal field, uh, started as, as a, at a young age, continued into to adulthood. She founded the Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers in 2017, based in Drogheda. Drogheda? Y'all, the way it's spelled. <laughs> I listen, so many people are saying Drogheda. Uh, I was going to say, I, I want to say like Drogheda. <laughs> Drug yeah, just... or drug <laughs> or, you know. Um, but they, her, Jenny and her team have investigated some amazing haunted locations: Leap Castle, Redwood Castle, uh, Drogheda Museum, <laughs> Melmount, <laughs> um, amongst others. Uh, she's been in the field for 16 years, and um, she specializes in audio work, um, and. And then she also started a new vodcast in November of 2020 called the Shadow or Shadow Whispers in the Night, uh, bringing guests from across the world and all walks of the paranormal field. So, welcome, Jenny. I was I was really Thank excited. You. Um, Thank you for asking. To, me. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, it, especially you know what we were talking about before this show, um, all synchronicities. You know, um, my many of my listeners know that I typically. Um, invite guests that I'm intuitively drawn to um, for whatever reason. And um, it's interesting that that you're on at this time of year because um, most recently I've been doing a lot of research to write. Um, I, I've started writing like science journals and stuff, but but this this most recent um, I, I've been researching fairies, you know, because my ancestry goes back very far in, in Ireland. And um, uh, so that, as well as the castles, has been um, something that, uh, yeah. and I actually, uh, well, I had planned on going to Scotland and Ireland last year, but of course, you know, the shutdown just yes. ruined everyone's yeah. plans. Um but tell us, um, so so you said you've been doing this uh, from a very young age, yeah. and how did? Um, and I can tell, you know, you're you're very um, aware and intuitive yourself. Um, yeah. But but tell us how how you got started and and kind of interested in in the paranormal field. Well, oh, my gosh, um, <clears throat> I come from a family of eleven. <clears throat> it oh wow. It wouldn't be an Irish family if it wasn't, it wasn't 11. <laughs> and um, I was just that different child. I was, you know, the rest of it doing that thing. And I'm kind of like looking at the sky. Why I was, I don't know. I would hear things. I would see things. And, in the sky? Um, uh, well, in, in general? My, oh, in general, in my home, uh, when, when I, where I grew up. Uh, in the sky, I was afraid to um, uh, look at the sky because of UFOs and whatnot. I'm thinking, well, how, how do I know this at such a young age? 
and then just hearing noises in my house and seeing things in my garage up at the back of my uh, backyard. And then um, I kind of, oh gosh, there's so many things that I experienced, you know, even when I was a teenager, things I couldn't explain to this day. Things like there was these three things in the sky. I noticed it, it was November. Uh, there was these, and I always talk about this, these three things in the sky, they look like a smoky gray color and they look like the shape of the Halley's Comet. And they were just kind of floating in and out. And I got my family to say, you know, I said to my family, what's this in the sky? And they looked out. Now, my mom was picked up from work. Uh, friends and family came over. We all had a look at it, at the three of them. And the, it was a November night, no clouds in the sky. It was a lovely night. And then we were watching for about two hours. And one just shot down, went through the hedges and went back up. And even adults were pulling me, and I was a child, pulling me backwards so they could get into the house before me. Um, <laughs> they were, I remember one guy, remember one guy pulling me back. And um, and I was that typical tomboy teenager, um, you know, looking for him. And um, just things, I, I, I ended up being on a team that was based in the north of Ireland. And I, I, it took, I took it from there. I took it from there when I was uh, getting into my 20s and whatnot. And I took it on from there. And I've been with them for many years. And then I had created up my own team. So, yeah, it was uh, the things that I've heard, seen. Um, it's just, I'm very, I, I am a little bit skeptic. You have to be, but I'm very, absolutely, you know, feet on the ground um, and honest and realistic about what we do and how we do it. Um, I think, so, I'm sorry, go so by yourself when you're little when you when you it, it now is the rest of your family did you did you say that d does the rest of your family have the same um i guess abilities or or is it just you it's just me and that's, i mean that's how it is in my family too well i think my my like my relatives and sister and stuff i they all have the ability obviously they just block yeah. it out you know they <laughs> yes they just kind of ignore and let it go i mean and my family I, i'm a twin as well and oh, it's wow. just i still try to figure this out that i'm the only one in the family and i don't know if anyone knows about this about the reese's own negative blood i'm the only one in my family with that so they say really i'm a twin i'm thinking where did i come from who am i why am i the crazy one in the family but i'm well, the only one with blood type and your twin doesn't have that blood no no interesting so <laughs> see i'm i'm a chimera so by birth you know i i was a they think a triplet actually oh. Um, before I, I absorbed my uh, twin and triplet siblings, apparently. Um, but that means I have multiple DNAs. And yeah. so when I had my kids, um, they're not twins or anything, but I carried my son on one side and my daughter on the other. So I've never had it tested, but they probably have two different DNAs, wow. even though I'm the same, you know, same Are they mom. Fraternal? <laughs> fraternal? Do they, are they identical? They're they're not twins at all. That no, they were born different different days. Oh, wow. But I mean, when when I was pregnant, I carried one on one side and one on the other, um, and uh, it's it's a crazy thing. Like, um, 
because I actually have, I have a heart-shaped uterus and it's split completely down the middle. So one side, I'm assuming of my body is quite literally like one DNA and one, the other side's another. So that will be so um, interesting to get checked out. But, but I'm wondering if something similar could have happened to you, you know, if, if you and your twin have separate, um, have different blood types, then, yeah. um, but I have it. Well, not identical. So they say like not identical as well, not in the oh, same that's true. So not identical. So you will have different. Huh. This could be, I don't know. I do have a theory on this and it's funny okay. that, uh, you brought that up because I had to, what took me so long in setting up, I specifically had to go to this YouTube video that just came up recently in regards to um, different elementals, fairy folk, things like that in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And um, I can show, if I can figure out how to share, I can show that now because it's about, and I've thought this about myself too, um, it's about changelings. So okay. before I show this video's perspective on changelings, what is your perspective being from Ireland, being from where kind of that folklore began? Oh. Well, um, what do I think of the fairies and elementals and... Well, so, so there's, you know, there's all this speculation on whether any, and, and so for my, for my listeners, I'm talking, I'm referring to basically fairies in, in most of the world is kind of a broad term for many different mythical creatures uh, mm -hmm. or, or beings, entities. Um, so you can, you this video basically was referring to anything from brownies, um, leprechauns, changelings, uh, elves. Um, so anything of that, of, of that. Um, do I, do I think that the, do I think that they're real or, or, or the story of them? Um, I had a guy, a great fantastic guy from Sligo on my show. He was he has written a few folklore books, so interesting, and I would definitely have him on my show again. Um, and when when people kind of talk to me about leprechauns or fairies and so on, um, the fairy side of it, uh, you know, the fairy ring and so on, I, I, I would like to kind of think more of that. I'd like to believe it. And I'm going to say with the leprechauns, <laughs> it's nice. We probably have had a few leprechauns. I just haven't seen them. And I'm still looking for that pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finding it yet, but I'm still looking. Um, <clears throat> and the elementals and so on. Um, it's, it's, I, it's not a lot of things. I gave it a thought for like five seconds. And then I kind of, I, well, it wasn't something that I looked too deeply into. I kind of studied more on the paranormal search, what I can, what I can find, and so on. Right. And if you find a leprechaun, I will definitely take a video of it if he doesn't run off too quickly, and and, and share it out. But uh, I think it's it's I don't know how they came about, but it is definitely something that I'm going to look up. Even though well, from Mars, a lot about it, but I will look it up now that we you know we're more advanced in in as as a 
society to being open to such things. You know, there's there's different opinions and theories on whether many of these beings are interdimensional entities, mm-hmm. um, extraterrestrials, um, which to me makes a lot of sense for a lot of, you know, little green men. Okay, well, that mm-hmm. probably fits more with a leprechaun than mm-hmm. just some magical being that lives in the forest. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. Or um, a, a lot of people, as far as the fairies go, you know, that crosses over into different religious beliefs and things like that. A lot of people say that, well, that's spirits of our ancestors. That's that they're actually spiritual yes. and not something like in the physical realm, in our, our three dimension, third dimension, um, which I can see that side of it as well, because, yes. um, you know, they have wings and, and you go through the theories of angels and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience, however, has <laughs> yes. proven different. You know, I, I grew up on top of a mountain and elementals 100%. Um, I grew up with, but my ancestry, you know, I, I have some from Africa, some from Ireland, and then I also have native background wow. as well. So I've got, <laughs> I've got all the magic. So, um, background history background, yes, and so I used to elementals absolutely wind, um, earth elementals because they they actually helped me a a lot when I was when I was younger, and then with the animals and everything else. And then going back, I also had pictures and stuff of what people would consider fairy rings but those also coincide with with things that people in different parts of the world have considered like a ufo ring or like you, you know what i mean like yeah so, so that part's kind of confusing to me but it um, is yeah it is it's something you have to look delve into even more i find yes. i find it's oh gosh it's a lot of research into that a lot of research mm. as far as uh, many psychics from across the world and different different readers have told me I had um, I was part of or you know re- I'm related to um, the fairy realm and in past lives and stuff and, and that they are strictly spiritual beings you know they don't have a physical body which makes sense to me too yeah. Um, but are they still, I, I know I read somewhere that they're still protected in Ireland to this they day. They are. They are. There's a fantastic place up and just, just before the, in the north of Ireland. And it's, it's called the fairy forest and it's absolutely fabulous. I love going up to it and you have little doors and it's, everything is just magical up there. And I go up with my two daughters and, um, I've been a few times, but I definitely have to go back again. It's just a beautiful place to be. And it's great for children. And there's a lot of things to do in it. And you have this huge mountain to walk in. And it's just forestry and whatnot. And there's little things. And there's beautiful trees carved into fairies. And, you know, like the big oak tree man and so on. So they still still do um, a lot of that here in Ireland. That's one fabulous place. I know there's another, I, well, I think I know of another place in the south of Ireland, 
but up in the north this it's fabulous i will definitely go back to it in, in, when the weather gets better but it is a beautiful place to go to i might even do a live when i go there i'll do a live and, and oh show. that would be exciting yeah. i will let you know when i go back up again i'll definitely yes. show you it yeah it's fabulous and, and and that's the thing you know i think when i think of uh i kind of have uh an animistic uh, belief system be, because I'm I'm pagan, so I believe that, that anything is capable of having a spirit. You know, whether mm -hmm. it be a tree or or an insect or a stone, whatever. You know, anything. Yeah. And um, so I think when people carve, you know, faces into stone or or trees or whatever, that's mm -hmm. what that possibly what that that tree or stone is projecting. Yes. Of your personality, you know. Yeah. If you get that image and you carve it out, mm -hmm. that's the face. Yeah. I must do that live up there. It's just stunning. Stunning. So I, I do know, you know, as far as fairies go, especially in paganism, uh, because we work with diff uh, many different spirits as far as even, even like dragons and things. And people say, oh, that's crazy. I don't believe in that. Okay, people, I, I, I want to say, when I say spirit, the spirit of the dragon, this goes back through many cultures. It's not like there's an actual dragon uh, mm. in this dimension. I mean, there might be somewhere, but I'm saying when people work with those, like if I was working with that now in my living room or something, no, I don't have a pet dragon, although it would be amazing. Um, if we all want one, especially for Avatar. That you can just like you know <laughs> get on them and they'll be your pet forever. And you know when you link with them, they are yours forever. So I've yes. I've watched them. I'm thinking I did have a few thoughts of saying, gosh, I have a few dogs and a few cats. You know I can make room for a dragon <laughs> if there was one. <laughs> Even my my kitten is a dragon. My kitten is a dragon. <laughs> He's five um, names. And I, I think um, I think that can happen too with many animals, with many, um, gosh, with with anything that can be possibly. And maybe it's memories from his past life. Maybe it's you know my dog. Sometimes I think she thinks she's a cat, and then vice versa. I think my cats think they're dogs half the time, and I don't know whether this is actually just because that's what they're around. You know, they say even with humans, you become who you spend the most time with or my chihuahua uh, my chihuahua yeah, like snappy. yeah <laughs> if it's because they you know they have some other they resonate with it in another way i don't know mm. um i did find it's interesting that we brought that up too because i found out recently um from these declassified cia documents from the u.s um there was a time when when they there were experiments of like crossing personalities of animals, mm -hmm. like infusing, you know, like, like infusing my, my dog with the personality yeah. of a cat and, and vice versa. Yes. Which is terrifying actually. <laughs> I know like you have a few animals and I have a few animals and I've got the cats and dogs and, and I work in rescue and whatnot. So God knows what is in half of my animals. You know, yeah. I got a, I have a lot in, I have a, like, I have the cats and the, the dogs and oh my God, and they all have their own personalities. And I always say sometimes that the humans, the owners turn into their pets or vice yes. versa. 
and and I, I always and I, and I have four dogs and I always take a trait from each dog what am I so my collie I'm loyal with Riley I'm lazy uh with Sasha I'm a little bonkers and with Hope I snore and I probably need to lose a few pounds <laughs> I, have a little, I have a little trait for each of my um dogs that I take from each of them so yes that's me with all my animals I um Gosh, my my Papillon is he's autistic, um, and I am as well. So I guess we share that trait. Um, and then my my big dog, my Swiss Mountain Dog, is uh, she has one blue eye, one brown eye. So I assume you know that's that's a trait of of traditional chimeras as well. Yeah. Um, and I have a calico. I learned only females can be calicos, yes. which I I never yes. knew that. Yeah, that is that um, is true. Yeah, that is true. You and so you see, I've only ever seen one male calico, actually two, and it was kind of like one of these wow moments. Like, oh, it's a male. Let me see it. Let me see it because I work in rescue and and so on. So and you have ginger cats who are males, and then we have a yeah. calico, the male. I'm like, oh, let me see it because you don't get yeah, them. Yeah, it's like a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> you <can't> completely. <laughs> Yeah, it's just genetics and, you know, cha everything changes at times. And you always get that one difference in one of them. It's like me with my family. My, uh, my other rescue was a, is a Bengal, and, which is super cool oh, because really? I have a lot of ties to, to Egypt, you know. And so, um, and he's, he's beautiful. And, uh, but he has, like me, has no idea of, of his his power or capability or anything because he was, you know, he was declawed and he's kind of, he's a big baby. <laughs> oh my God, I keep threatening so, my kitten because he uses me as a pincushion. I was doing a show on Saturday night, my show, and he just kept jumping up on me and you'll see my face changing because he's jumping on my side and he's like clawing on me. I'm like, no, he can't. And I, and I, I, I know we don't do it here in Ireland, but I was like, I've got to decline. Oh, I hate it. I, I didn't do it. I rescued him that oh, way. And it's terrible because crazy. he, um, yeah, he, so for the longest time, he, uh, he wouldn't step up. He was jumping from furniture to furniture, but like, yeah. if there was a long space between, he would still go yeah. jump on the word. And I'm like, what? like the floor is lava type thing. And I'm like, what in the world? Mm. And his How paws, his toes are actually split where they declawed him so oh like goodness. it just ripped it out of his oh my gosh it's just, terrible so i got him a skateboard did, did he use it yeah i did so so he wouldn't have to uh touch the floor because i think they do find it i watched a tv show and you know somebody had to declaw the cat and the cat had you know issues because of it but it's very painful for them to walk after it very painful for them yeah. to walk and and, uh, and they choose to leave it it, yeah, so it, it's like he's, uh, which is funny, everyone at the shelter was terrified of him. Like they thought he was mm. the most, I, I'm not sure why, he just gives off that that impression. And so we share that trait because I do as well. You know, I've you got do. that RBF face and people are terrified of me and I'm actually really nice. I just <laughs> I get the same thing too. It's like, I really am nice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love food you. I'm lovely. Many people say it and I know whoever's watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but I am lovely. I am lovely sometimes. So I am going to try to 
share my screen. Well, maybe. I wonder if I can do it. Um, because I wanted to show you this. Um. So some of the castles you have been to, mm -hmm. and I can pull up those pictures too shortly. What would you say um, castles have so, that there's so much more history there than in the US, you know? So how long does it take to explore a castle investigate? And what would you say has been, I guess, as far as par the paranormal world, um, you know, your most exciting or your, or the, your favorite? Oh my gosh. Okay. At the castles first, when, when we go to castle locations, um, you would stay for the whole night. You would investigate for the whole night. You, you would sleep in the castle overnight. Excuse me. And um, I like to go to these locations repetitively. So I've been going to these locations for a few years you know, the Drogheda Museum, about six years, coming up to my seventh. I used to go there on school tours when I was younger, obviously. And little did I know now how much I know about this location. Um, and the castles, like say Lep Castle, you would just go there from about five, six in the evening time and you leave about 10 the next morning. Um, yeah, we stay the whole night. Yeah, we we, we do. Well, see, I would think because you think of a house like in the U.S. I mean, even these big mansions. To me, I'm like, there's not enough time in one night or one visit to to explore many of them. So I can't yeah. imagine like a castle. I would think is, you know, that's ten times the size of a normal house. So <laughs> you just have to get there early, make time. And uh, you know you're staying for the whole night, so you prep, right. and you and because we have gone to this castle for the last say three years, um, we know what rooms we want to go to, which is basically every room. But we know what we want because I do all the audio, and then we kind of get all the fantastic pieces, and you go back and you research, we research, right. we investigate, and we research. It's like you have to continue on from what you had before. I could, Absolutely. I don't think you could go to a location one time and not no. go back again. I would have well, to it's, go it's like people or like anything, you know, you have to visit one and, and I'm a photographer too. So in different seasons, because everything changes. Yeah. Um, Be stunning. Actually with, with, with so much history, there's layers of that. It's like an onion, you know? So even if you communicate as a medium, people question this all the time. They're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. How can you commu communicate with someone from, you know, 1800 and someone else from mm -hmm. 1600? Okay. Well, it's different timelines just because it's, yeah. it's different timelines. It's still the same location, you know, that different things happened. So you would get different things. Talking, coming through. So you right. would get different different times, say different dates that you go, something could have happened in the 1800s, something could have happened mm -hmm. in the 1700s. It depends on what date, month you go it of that. Um, but I, I've always said this and I, I've stuck to it that not all history is written in books. What you no. read is not what you're going to get. You will get it from the location and it is truth. But the rest of the things that we get from these locations, it is mind blowing, phenomenal. I just could sit and talk audio all day and i could 
put you through hundreds of audio to hear all all the time you know i just it's my go-to i i just can't fault it i love it i just do Uh, Jenny, when when returning to the same locations, do you go to the most active part of the location to focus your investigation? We have done Nando. That's me, buddy Nando. We have done. Um, and so when I had met up with my team last night on, on StreamYard video call to let's go over what we're going to do next Saturday, this Saturday coming on our investigation, we will focus from two, three weeks ago, investigation from that location, and we're going to see, right, let's have a plan and order this time instead of, you know, sitting around saying, well, where are we going next? So we have a plan and order, which is better when you're going on the night and, and kind of like you have too much things in your mind and you forget a room. So yes, we have gone to the most active area um, and we focus sometimes too much on that one area that we forget the rest of the building by, you know, not by, not on purpose, Right. But we're putting too much emphasis on that one area. And then we we literally, the last time we were there two two or three weeks ago, we said, right, let's switch this, this up a bit and let's change it around. And God, that the, what we got from it, now we are focusing on the part that we didn't do for a long time. That is our first, first main point of Saturday. So what I've found when communicating with spirits in places, so as a medium, I don't want to know anything about the place I don't research it beforehand. Many times mm -hmm. spirits start contacting me months before I even know I'm going to a place, you know, that's, that's just how they work. Um, but I've found that more often than not, especially with popular places that are, are well-known um, paranormal, you know, they'll many research or investigative groups go to. Mm -hmm. I found that um, many times they're specifically drawn to to a, a specific location at the house or, or castle or wherever it is location um and it's kind of as a distraction from what's really going on somewhere else like like if you're talking about residual energy that's one thing you know that obviously yeah. that's not as intelligent that's just energy but mm. but I'm, I'm talking about then there's there's highly intelligent spirits and demons and everything else yeah it might be tricking you like you can't just that's 100 maybe they're pulling you away from this part of the house or, or yeah. location or whatever for to distract you so you don't find what you're you know they don't Absolutely. want you to find well, you've hit the nail on the head literally because you're running around like a, a headless horseman and you're going from one room you say we hear it here no it's over there and we're running around and i say right let's kind of stop for five seconds and yeah. we are split up and and do this but i know many times in one of the locations i'm always being called into the kitchen you will hear an audio me being called into the kitchen of, of the, the kitchen museum is the heart of of a building or a home or or anything yeah this, um, this is the museum that we go to and i'm it's a man that's always calling me into the kitchen and listen, I'm in this field 16 years, but I ain't silly. I've seen it, heard it, and felt it. And I would be the one that would put my hand up and say, yes, I'll probably take a toilet buddy with me because I kind of don't go to the bathroom on my own in location. Not all the time, but sometimes, some locations. So I kind of said, fine, I will do this kitchen area on my own, but I'm going to be live. So, you know, and you boys have to just sit outside on the stairs. Don't go too far away because it's either a trap Something's going on, 
because we know this kitchen area it's not it's, it's wrong to say it's not been evident but there's tricksters in it and you know do you really need my help do you really need me or you want me down here because we know you kind of don't really like women too much so i said boys i will do it on my own but you have to be outdoor for safety i think we go on saturday i think it's something though i think that's actually an attachment to you because i can yeah. hear this and see this and you were talking about your uh like like your trash and stuff and you always think something even at your own house is in the kitchen right you i literally have goosebumps on my ties on my oh did you see that eyes. flash behind you yes so i think it, it's this TV is something do the tv oh uh, but this is something i see like i i see this this thing that follows you so i think it's something that that actually maybe you picked up somewhere but it also goes with you to different locations because you i think it, i sense like a jealousy of some That's sort because it doesn't want you to talk to other spirits or, or like get audio it's it's very possessive of that's you kind of that's, do you know what now trish that's just kind of it's not often i get speechless but that's kind of literally um because i always want someone if you're going to you know get something from me you know i like to i want my hair to stand up on my arms you are 100 i kind of need to talk to him after <laughs> 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 that's i keep getting it very like he's getting angry at me telling you this I, like just no no, no I'm, I'm i'm fine like i believe me i i have been wow wow <laughs> i'm just like afraid of, of every male spirit that didn't like women then i'm being oh my goodness but yeah yeah because he's he's it's a, and it is a man i think he affects your animals sometimes too um Which, um, was that like a, a smoke detector? Yes, sorry, that's my smoke detector. Everyone tells me Jenny changed the battery and I haven't done it, but I will. I'm the same way because I'm short and uh, <laughs> even with the step stool, I can't reach them ever. <laughs> it's too hard to open up, but that's just, I have to say, that is honest to God, like spot on. And you've kind of like have me um, stuttering now because no one has, some pe few people said it to me, but like we've just met tonight and you're saying this. And I know a friend of mine, when I go to a location down in the South of Ireland and, and one of the guys said to me, Jenny, and you can hear it on audio. They told me where I'm from, but they won't come to me because they, there's a man with me and they don't yes. like him. Yes. And he and he said to me, Jenny, cleanse your house. But then I got to a point of saying, and I only spoke about this on Saturday night, but I got to a point of saying, but I'm used to them in my house now, which is not like right. me. Am I being, are they telling me? Are they getting in my head to say this? And I'd be, I'd be lonely if they're not here, but I have the audio of his voice in my house. It, I heard Lord of Manor. Now that's not something that we say in the US, so I assume that has to do with I don't know. Because I have been to a few places and I ask, I'm the one who asks questions that probably shouldn't be asked. And that person. Um, yeah. That's another thing I was going to get into. So I was watching something which I, I rarely, I don't watch TV, uh, period, mo most often. But. Um, oh, 
it was it was ghost adventures came on all of a sudden the other day but i think it was for this purpose for me to put this out there that and even the people on there like i i again i rarely watch tv but um that one is so controversial now because of you know the theatrics yeah. and stuff right. but what he was doing was um he said, you know, they were in some, I don't, I don't even know the location. It was, it was in passing and I don't know the location, but he said, I demand all evil spirits, demons, entities, um, to, you know, to come through this. Basically he was creating, uh, like a, like a gateway of a vortex and calling anything evil in. And somebody, I don't, I, again, I heard it, you know, I was in the other room yeah. and this came on TV and um, somebody else said, I, wait, what did you just say? I kind of, I'm, I, I'm not okay with that. You know, he was calling mm -hmm. in evil entities and, and including demons and everything else. And, and here's the thing, if you make a deal, you know, there's, there's many, I know many witches that work with, with both light and dark entities for for various reasons that does this that's very different than black magic by the way mm -hmm. um but you have to be careful with uh especially demonic entities they can be very tricky when people are are making deals with them i mean they've it's got all the time in the world but you know they might they might be with you for the rest of your life for that matter <laughs> you accidentally because to them that's that's a you know, a human lifetime, see, confirmation, your smoke alarm, <laughs> a but human's yeah, lifetime. Anymore. <laughs> I'm so used to it. My gosh. <laughs> a human lifetime is nothing to a demon, you know, they're yeah. around it's for centuries. So, um, so it's very dangerous, you know, when, when mm. investigators, and then I've known many, many, and they call me up and they're like, Trish, <laughs> what's happening in my life i'm like well what did you do what did you say what i know you, you did something i know you 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 know pissed him off somehow so yeah. yeah you said something because i know one of the questions i ask it's it's questions that i can't even say but they're not i don't think they're bad questions i think they're just reality questions there's nothing about it's nothing um disrespectful towards him i hope it's not disrespectful but it's a lot of it's a subject that a lot of people don't like so and that's fine i kind of do that on my own private conversation and, and so on but i i ask reality questions you know well should we sugarcoat this or should we ask the question and then i ask the question and i keep everything crossed and saying you know please don't attach please don't attach but i, I don't think it's a it's it would be a question that would annoy them but it's not disrespectful if i can if that makes sense but i i kind of don't want to say it because it's you know it's it, not, not a lot of people like it but um uh it, i just find that i find it reality questions and that's that's you know kind of it's it's and that's that's how i am i get that completely uh-oh i think we lost her Apparently, apparently something didn't like that. So we'll get her back. But what I was getting at, which is in especially important, um, especially like on the show um, with Ghost Adventures, here they are opening these portals and such and calling demons in, basically. Um, and I'm sure maybe they're experienced in this in some way. 
but who's going to close that? You know, you have to have protection. You, you have to be able to close these vortexes and these portals that you open if you're going to be doing such things in an investigation, because um, it could be dangerous in, in future. Oh, there she is. She's back. Let me. Um... Did you say that when I was talking about that stuff and I'm cut off? Yes. Yes. See, that happens quite often on my show. My, my listeners are used to it. They're, they're probably getting used to. Uh... I'm thinking it's my side. Because you know when you're saying he's angry that I'm talking about stuff or I'm saying stuff. Well, right. He like he didn't mm -hmm. he didn't want me to even let you know that. Although it, it doesn't matter to him, he thinks he has control anyway. So Holy that's crap. probably why he's just... Lord of Manor. So hey, is that um, what he's saying in my house? Um. Oh, what else did I get? Um. It's a wee bit worrying now. Is there something golden frog? What is that? I don't know what a golden frog means. I don't. Um... Oh, God. Gosh. <laughs> he has an accent, a very thick accent. So I was misinterpreting. Oh, what do you know what he's saying? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a name. Maybe it's F F R O G H E R T. I'm gonna have to look this up. I don't know what this. I think I think that might be a name. F R O G H E A T. Um. Well, a Simpson reference, you know, Bart sent like the Simpsons mm -hmm. reference came up to that. Um, the guy says, This doll is cursed. So, do you have a doll that's uh, I bought so maybe a that's doll from a secondhand shop? Yeah, and I used to take her out with me, and I don't know if she's here or not. I think she's somewhere. I think I kind of where is she? She was here. Where did she go? Where did she go? I did buy a doll and I used to take her on locations for me for the for the children and, and so on. Um I think oh. I only have about a year and a half. Oh my so god. So that's one of them. You have quite you have quite a lot of uh and I think some of them come from 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 the animals. Uh animals can also bring attachments, especially if they've had trauma and, and such. They admit there's a lot of entities that that will attach to an animal that has um that has a traumatic past. Yeah. Um so I think you have some from that, and then I think from a doll, and then there's this Lord of the Manor. Who and thinks I'm thinking, is, are they talking about <laughs> me, <laughs> Lord of the Manor in my house? No, no, that so that's what he was saying he was. Um, he, he said you know he was what? the lord of the manor. Do you know what? Because where I live in Drogheda, it is one of, one of it is a very historical town. It's, it's one of the most historical towns in Ireland, along with many others. But Oliver Cromwell 
was was uh, had came over and attacked Drogheda and killed over uh, 2,300 people. Um, and uh, and and of course the British Army were over in Ireland and and attacking Ireland and so on. And where I live is beside a place called a river called the River Boyne. It's very um, in history. It's very big in history. The River Boyne. So every time I go into town, I have to cross this bridge. I have to cross cross two or three bridges. Like they're all in a row, so you have to cross the bridge to get on the other side of town. So my house was built about fifteen years ago. My house is built about fifteen years ago. It's under yeah. your house. One for one, your your house is on. Um, there's things in the land. I get that, but also crossing. So bridges, um, are major. I guess congregation points for spirits because water itself draws spirits into yes. into it. You know, so so yeah. even in clearing your house, if people don't. Um, you know, feel comfortable saging, things like that, you can, you can get a glass of water and put mm -hmm. salt in it. And uh, I usually use sea salt or something, mm -hmm. something pure like that and leave it in a room. Um, and if it start, if the salt starts floating to the top right away, then you have a lot of negative energy in that, in that specific room. Um, but you're there 24 hours the next day, uh, you know, uh, dispose of the water some way they're out like and, and you have to intentionally do this you can't just I mean you could like yeah. technically flush down the toilet if you wanted to or drain or whatever you want but you have to imagine all the negativity with going with that you know with so, it and is it really uh, bad that I'm used to whoever's in my house I remember sitting one night oh, I'd say about two or three years ago and I was sitting on my own and I said, I'll take my recorder out and do a little bit of a, a session, a call-out session, because I know there's somebody in my house. We've heard somebody in my kitchen, uh, glasses were breaking, but there was no cats in the kitchen and so on. So huh. you don't know what it was. So I sat here one night on my own and I was called a night. And I said this, you know, I, I, you know, can you tell me who you are? I know you're here and, and so on and so on. Was getting nothing. And then all of a sudden I hear like a DVP, which is a disembodied voice phenomena. And I heard Ginny. And then you'll hear me on the recorder saying, did you say something? Did you just try and say something? But you'll hear him on the recorder as well. So you'll catch both that I did hear him in my house and I have him on recorder. So it's a man. And I have gone to locations and I have audio. I have audio from all of this. When I've gone to a location for the first time ever um, and I'm going back on audio and then you'll hear Jenny. I'm like, but nobody knows me in this location. It's my first time ever. Who is calling my name? And that's very, you know, then I began to get a little bit angry. Like, you know, I want to know, I want to now know who this person is. Who are you? Why are you with me in locations? Is, are you protecting me? Like you said, is he jealous? Um, I don't know. But he says my name in, in most locations, especially first time locations. Do you have, uh, do you have a book that is green? I don't know what that means. I just they say so you can if you search. Um, or something. I don't know what it is. Sometimes I don't mind it, and sometimes it just it. I just get angry with it. You know, I get angry with it to say you know. Yeah, and they people always say they don't have to tell you their name, but 
I was told, you know, to tell him to get out of your house and so on and so on. And I kind of joked on Saturday night when I said, you know, you can, I didn't say you can stay, but I said, put the kettle on for me in the morning for coffees, you know, you're kind of earn your keep in my house. <laughs> I did. And put the heating on because it's minus three here right now. And things like that before I get out. But it was a wee bit of a joke, you know. But it's Oh, so yeah. I, see, I don't joke anymore about things like that. My house was well, like... Not, <laughs> not anymore. Because I did say on Saturday night, I said, nothing's <laughs> happened in a long time. Nothing has happened. Yeah, I don't say that either. <laughs> oh, well, Lord, now you're telling me. <laughs> so now it's kind what of like... Say, what did they say? They said you haven't been listening. That, that you haven't been listening. I don't, I don't know. Um, Gosh. Oh, so Brian said we have many connections with bridges. bridges. Yes. Uh, so that's interesting. What are the names of the bridges near your house? Oh, you don't have to tell me on here. You can tell oh, no, me. I can. I can, of course. Uh, we have the Bridge of Peace. Oh, the missing piece. That's interesting. The Bridge <laughs> of Peace. Yeah. Um, Oh my goodness, the, one of the oldest bridges. I can't remember. It was just recently done up and I can't remember of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we have St. Mary's Bridge as well. So we have three. We have four. Ah! <laughs> now, <laughs> I live near a St. Mary's, which is a whole story in itself of that. Really? Um, oh, gosh. So, but, so Brian and I have many. Uh, yeah, he him and i have um synchronicities with bridges um but brian were you saying that that you and um jen also have have connections with bridges or were you talking about the just the sea bridge? bridge oh my gosh is that the one that yeah i think that's the one that brian was telling us a few weeks ago about if, if i'm right or wrong i'm not too sure yeah, so he was live on TikTok, I believe, one time, and and I was driving mm -hmm. home, and you know, a notification came on, and and it started playing over my uh, my radio, you know, in my vehicle, mm -hmm. and I'm driving over this bridge in Kansas, USA, right? Yeah. It was called Sewell Bridge, wow. and he says on, you know, that's the only part like. I didn't even know that he was going live or this, this is how spirits and stuff, you know, connect me with things yeah, and communicate. Yeah. My TV will just come on in the middle of the night or radio or whatever. Yeah. And so this came on right when he said the location, I was like, wait, wait a minute. What, what was that? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. um, so it yeah. ended up being the same name spelled the same and everything. And I was coming yeah. into my town and all of a sudden the power goes out, like literally in half the city, half the city, not, not just like, you know, oh. one where I was, this was like oh. half the town. And, um, and then the same thing happened. Um, it was like a month or two later, he had done an investigation and, and we were talking about bridges and he brought up the name of this. I was like, wait, what was that? And there was, I had just been to, um, the same name of a different one in a different town, um, yeah. like a few days prior. And so, um, everyone i i speak with everyone i communicate with um has you know a lot of things ray bishop um mm -hmm. i talk i spoke with my my show's kind of a variety talk show so i i was speaking to him about um he was the author of of outlaw because he was one of um the uk's 
most wanted men at one time. And so this had nothing to do with aliens, right? And all of a sudden he says, wait a minute, you're from Roswell, uh, you know, New Mexico. And um, he was like, grew up everything near the equivalent of Roswell in the UK. I was like, what? UK, I also went to KU. It's, you know. Is it crazy the way something just, for whatever reason, you kind of coincidence or it just connects? And before I used to think it was coincidence. And now I think, okay, what was behind that? Something was behind it. I don't believe in coincidence. Um, Mm. You know, once, uh, maybe, uh, twice something happens, that's a clue. Um, you know, even my old, my old co-hosts on, um, Chasing Prophecy, um, they, they're all based in, in Pennsylvania. Well, Mm. they would do investigations at a place called, um, Lake Shawnee, which is notorious there and extremely haunted. There's a Lake Shawnee in my town I go to all the time. I'm like, (laughs) it's like we were talking tonight and I was telling you all about the names of my animals and whatnot. And you said, I have this, I have that. And I was like, yeah how do we have the same things and I like you said like you I don't believe in coincidence anymore I believe I always when something happens I'm like well wow that's strange and then if it happens again then I think um let's find out why this is happening but it's just yeah usually usually there's there's a much larger uh, bigger picture to two things um so the castles, something that's that's also come up recently, and I don't know if you in some of your investigations have come across this, um, especially with pagans, especially with now I know I know many of the um, like in France and um, this is like that vessels go to the Knights Templar, you know. Um, yeah in various investigations and and start getting into um that unrecorded history you know that nobody knows about and they end up finding all these things have you come across anything like that um anything that was not recorded in history well yeah or just something like secret society type stuff you know yes i have yes i have really Yes, I have. Yeah, I, I, huh. I just for reasons I cannot say just yet where. Oh, no, uh, that's but it is it is a castle. It is a castle, and um, it's it's a mind blown phenomenal, which is why I say, and I'm like I pat myself on the back to say, well, this is why we keep doing, you know, locations time and time again. And I remember somebody said to me, yeah. Jenny, if you keep going back to the same locations people are going to get bored and I said well if I do a live in a location well if I do a live people are watching and 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 I was told they will get bored and I said well they can either watch or don't watch because this is research and you can come along on my ride or you don't have to jump in if you don't want to but I am researching these locations and it pays off it pays off crazily pays off I jump about it I tell people this especially about well, especially about the living, but definitely about the dead. Mm-hmm. There is nothing in this world that is the same twice. You're never going to be who you are right this minute. 
that part of you will be yeah. gone tomorrow. You know what I mean? So it is no different with But that's it. Yeah, it I, you know, just, it, and it could be a matter of a millisecond that something happens to breach that environment that day at that specific time. Yeah. But what a lot of people don't realize either, especially with, with O blood, is that many of yeah. these historical locations, a lot of the O bloodlines, um, go back thousands More of than years. Yeah. So um, many of these locations, sometimes it takes a specific uh, DNA signature, energetic signature, I guess I, mm -hmm. I could say, um, mm -hmm. at a specific location to mm -hmm. trigger yeah. Um, certain yeah. portals and events and, and things like that, because they're, they're quite literally are your ancestors yes. waiting for you to return to specific I've, places. And they won't talk to anyone else as I've well as other people's. This. I've always said this and people didn't believe me that I was special. <laughs> yes. Everyone don't jump in just yet. Like I, I joke when I say that I'm, I'm joking with myself that I was special, but, um, it's, I, I, I find this is what I do when I go to locations. I remember my brother got married in Cabra Castle. Beautiful place, stunning. I stayed in the hotel overnight. We were walking down for dinner. And, you know, we're walking down the staircase and it's the wall is like, you're going around, you know, around. And I remember, I remembered, hold, put my hand onto the wall. It's, it's kind of like, um, it's, you know, it's not a flat wall. It's like stone. So I'm feeling the wall. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I have to go down for dinner and I don't want to. As if I pretended I lived in the castle. And someone said to me, yeah. Jenny, that's you kind of thinking you lived there. And I'm like, I was joking. Yeah. I was pretending. I was, you know, messing with myself, you know, that I lived in the castle. No, we returned to not. where we've already been. I always knew I lived in the castle. And now I'm a pauper living in a smaller house. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> What happened to me? <laughs> so, um, and when I go to locations, I touch stone. So, and it's not, it's not because I'm trying to feel something or get something from it. I just want to feel it and and get a projection in my head or my mind of this location. But that's not what you're doing because, and that's why I keep hearing, you're like, you're not using that. Maybe that's what they meant by you're not listening. Um, you're not using all of your gifts. Yeah, because totally. when when I go to a location, I purposely, I intentionally touch really? um, the wall, the the ground, a tree, whatever. Because for me, as a medium, or well, I don't know if all mediums do this or psychics or whatever, but but this is how I start getting the history of the place. You know, I'll have flashbacks of everything that's ever happened there that was, that had enough energy, you know, as far as um, good and bad, you know, specific events and things like that. But mm. I can do that with clothing. I could do that with, you? with you know, any, oh. any object really. But I think when you touch these things, pay attention to what the first things you know and that's actually probably how i initially 
started honing in on this this gift myself is that they started calling me back to places that I had lived in a past life. And so it was easier for me to um, to picture things like that, like like going Mm -hmm. down to eat dinner, you know, because I had already been there. I'd already lived there. Um, The problem nowadays is that many um, which people get confused and I did for a while. Especially in Kansas, I don't know if they do this in other countries, but in in certain states in the U.S., they've actually flipped flip flopped towns. Like they'll change First Street to 30th Street and vice versa. And I think that was done intentionally. And I don't think anyone's ever studied this because when I go back to these locations, I get turned around and I'll be going east when my GPS tells me to go west and vice versa. I'm going to the right place, but it's opposite directions, you know? So, um, and a lot of these houses, even, you know, when I went to the Sally house last year, that had actually happened. First street was now like, you know, third street. They, the back door of the house was now the front door, which completely changes the energy. So if I had been there before, um, you know, and with people remodeling and such, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And well, I don't you, know I, why they changed the town like that, but um. I think there's only a handful of people I've ever said it to when I go to locations. I touch the wall, and I, I think the last time I said that would have been probably a few years ago because I've never talked about it since. But I'm glad that you do you have the a connection thing. there. But I, but I thought I was, you know, um, oh Jenny. You know, don't be so silly. Or oh, Jenny, you know what you think you're feeling something, and you're going to get something. And I'm like, no, I'm just no. It's the building remembers you. That sounds so amazing. Because people forget that buildings have spirits as well. You know, and and we joke about this, but quite literally, look how many movies have been made about that. Even children's movies. There's the. uh, It's one of my favorite movies, um, Monster House. And so I describe it to people, especially kids who are psychic and have these abilities, because it helps them understand. Oh, is this the like uh, animated? Yes, yeah. yeah Where the house has is yeah. like very. Oh, I bet that's why. I bet that's part like what your house does itself. Maybe that's the Lord of the Manor. Maybe your actual house the is what? doing that. Did, did they, did because they in that movie, it was actually the guys like wife that had died or whatever in the house and she was controlling him yes that's it's like it's like and I did say and I was talking to a good friend of mine and I said I kind of don't want to you know and I don't like the word get rid I don't like that word at all you know um I kind of feel like I don't I wasn't me talking when I said but I don't want them to go because I'll be lonely if they're not here and I'm like shaking my head saying Jenny what the f are you saying don't say that because I think that I'm being consumed. And I but should you don't them. have to, you don't have to, uh, you can all exi- coexist. Um, I don't mind that's being what, That's what I've, I've learned, especially being a chimera, you know, I, I have an immune deficiency disease and, and that's how I tell people, I'm like, I literally had to learn how to coexist with the different bloodlines that, because going back to my ancestry, we've actually fought each, like, different sides of my family literally fought each other in many wars. Like we're killing each other in wars. So if those different bloodlines exist in my own body, they have to learn to get along 
on this, you know, planet of Trisha yes. here. Mm. So, so they don't, so they don't kill each other. Do you um, think, sorry, Trish, do you think the dog that I have, I should get rid of her? I bought her in a secondhand store. She looks like a Victorian doll. No. Um, I guess you said the word get rid and I just said get rid. <laughs> it depends on what I'm talking about. Um, I think I I think uh wow she's really sad I don't know where I she got really is. emotional about the doll. Maybe that's why she's sad because you just forgot about her. Because dolls, I, I, I know many, especially witches, I know many witches who have many dolls that they have technically adopted from secondhand stores and such that have a spirit attached to them. And they do, they do, sometimes they, you know, trick them and hide things and do all kinds of, but for the most part, um, most of them are very, what you have to do with any spirits in your in your own home um i have spirits that are tricky all the time and my i mean all around me all the time and and That's just funny that you said that yeah i'm the same way because i'm like when you have a problem animal or problem child, you don't just get rid of them. You know, that's that's not going to help solve anything. It's like if you have a problem house, if you have a house that's literally haunted, you mm -hmm. know, and I've, I've said this to other people who own these houses. I'm like, you don't just tear down the house. It's not gonna solve anything. You're, then that land will be even more haunted. You, call you it, want to improve it. You have to transmute the energy. I did. So I did you know, say plant when... flowers and stuff. Well, that's um, it. And I did say at one point, and me being the alpha female in my house, and I did say, if you go, if you upset my daughters, I will be punching the air. But by God, will I kind of go hell for leather on your arse. You know, we're not doing it. If you want to stay, then we'll just coexist. But there's rooms you're not allowed into. And yes, you have to have boundaries. That's I'm what I was going to say. I'm very much alpha female. I'm very like, you know, we can do this. Now, when the computer went off tonight when I was talking about certain stuff, and I was went into the kitchen to see if my internet lights were on and they were all green. And I'm like, okay, Jenny, I've been told you. Like, and this is something I used to kind of like, oh, you know, it's just the internet or something came off. And now I'm thinking, okay, I get you. Okay, because I remember doing a show one night and I was with a panel of people and it was in America and um, everyone's talking and laughing and joking. And then we went quiet for like two seconds and then I'm smiling. And then all of a sudden you'll see my face gone. Like, and I went to say something, but no one, you know, everyone was talking. I heard this, my name being said, it was like in my microphone, but it was a long journey. And so when I went back in the live and listened to it, you can hear static coming through the microphone and the man was saying my name and it sounded like my microphone. And um, I, I saw that earlier. I was going to say so that's what they were trying to something about your microphone. Yes. That must've been the story. Really? <laughs> Just like, what so, so, and join us here? I'm joking. So it sounded like it, your name through your microphone. It was I'll send you on the video piece because I have it. I'll send it on huh. to you. And you can hear the static, the static coming through, and we didn't hear it at the time. And then you'll hear my name. I heard my name be said. No one else heard it. Um, 
I know then when my dogs. Are you able to play any anything on your side? On yeah. I don't know how StreamYard works as far as that goes. Okay, I would find it because um, I do have the video here. Um, if I send it on to you, can you put it on the StreamYard? Because I, I don't have the controls of it. Can, can you put it on the StreamYard? Maybe. Oh, I'll send it on to you if you so can send bad. it. I'm so, listen, I am on your StreamYard every week and I'm so bad at it. <laughs> but you, you see it. And, and we were talking about, I'll tell you the conversation. We were talking about, because it has to be said if you're going to play it. We were talking about dog dirt. And what and and how dogs kind of like eat it. And this is on a show that you know it's it was a paranormal show, but it was like a show that you know uh, it talks sometimes paranormal. But that was the conversation before. If if I put it up and you want to put it on, but that was the conversation. But you'll see me. Um, let me go and find it. I'm going through my video footage here. Doctor, thought something about earlier too. That's interesting. Um, so, I'm just here looking for the video. What else were they trying to tell me? I have it here. I have the video. I'm going to send this on to you. And this always makes me like, oh, Jennifer. It always makes me think, oh my gosh. But I'm, I just sent it to you there now on PM on Messenger. Um, there was also a dog that's trying to reach out to you that was sold. Maybe one of your fosters, maybe. What? That's so odd. I, I communicate with animals too, but, but this is like a living animal. Um, okay. Now so I want to know who. For, I, I for that to be, for that for that to be. Uh, because that's this far is. Oh, what I was also going to say. Sometimes spirits work a lot with animals as well. So if your animals mm -hmm. are trying to tell you something, sometimes, sometimes they will, they will get the the help of spirits in your house. Okay, that's to good. try to get your attention. So I don't know if that's relevant, but um Yeah, I have to say my colleague, my colleague Cross, he is like my soul dog. And people say, Oh, who's your soulmate? Zach is my soul dog. He reads me, his eyes look through me. And I know people think, Oh, you're crazy. It's not. I just I love Zach. I feel Zach. He's one of my I adopt I, I fostered him eleven years ago and I adopted him a, him a week later. Um, but he literally um he would read me and i think people think that's crazy but i he, he if i'm talking about something upset and whatever he's literally on my side does he lean up against you all the time yeah that's what i got that he leans he 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 leans up against you when you're sad is what he said yes. but um um because he wants to make you smile or shine bright. I got that. I don't yes. know. You're going to get me get teary now if you keep talking about so that. Uh, yeah. So when communicating, and they would like you to try to, um, and also he said he loves you with all his heart. 
Oh um, my goodness. All my but but they would like you to try to I think and I think you're you're 100 percent capable. They would like you to try to communicate with them more. And so maybe that's why we're talking, because when I first started communicating with my dogs, uh so a lot of things, and this, this goes along with spirits as well, and people don't always always think about this. Uh, many spirits are from different timelines. Dogs might also be, especially foster dogs, could be from yeah. from different um, cultures, different languages. You don't know, you know. Yes. So they don't always speak English or or whatever French, Spanish, whatever language people are coming from. You know. Yeah. Um, and so with animals, well, with anything, I communicate that with them with pictures which i think is easy mm. for me because of the autism but but in my head and a lot of people i understand can't picture things in their head mm. but even if you were to start communicating with your dog and get like flashcards like very simple um children's okay. flashcards for for you know that opens that up and um that's how i communicate with animals is is pictures because that's pretty universal you know yeah. Um, for simpler things. Um, and he's just, he's babied so much and he was like, he's a big dog and, you know, he was, you know, he sleeps in my room on the floor with Big Riley and it was cold the other night and he was on my floor and I, you know, tapped my bed for him to jump up on. So I've got pictures. I took selfies of me and my big collie and my big Newfoundland, Newfoundland Akita lying on my bed and like the big and the weather's bad so when they go out to the bathroom come back in you know they're kind of dirty dogs and whatever and i'm like you know what i'm the only one in my bed get on my bed and you know <laughs> let's all cuddle together and i took selfies like you know too many selfies of me and my dogs on my bed oh my gosh so i did i yeah, was just looking at my pictures before we we came on and i i was organizing my cat folder and i now have <laughs> and this is after i thought i just like moved these folders a few months ago and i already have 1400 again i'm like gosh i'm listen girl i'm about sixteen thousand on my phone and i don't know how my phone hasn't stopped yeah listen 100 percent, raymond yeah yeah any any animal can um which you, you know i i have learned so much from animals um we're just so saying many emotional times with animals too. Completely. Like I have my 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 animals are my I have my dog I have my dog portrait tattooed on my arm, my Johanna. Her face is tattooed on my arm. And I have my dog's name tattooed on my foot. You know, and my daughters are a little bit jealous because mom, mom, did you get us tattooed on you? No, I didn't. I have my dogs tattooed on me. But now my children, does that sound really bad? <laughs> probably does but well i think um <laughs> and and you know especially for for pagans um we're very connected to our animals and the, and the reasons they came to us and stuff and and my listeners know yeah. i have so many weird stories with like my my daughter's kitten she found first of all this cat uh left its mom it was just a wild you know cat out in the country at my yeah. parents house yeah. left its mom to go find a human because my parents cat was laying in a in a culvert like a, a road you know a drain on the road that nobody probably had been there for days and nobody would have found him he had an injured leg so this kitten comes and gets my son you know goes to find a human 
to come rescue the other cat, right? Mm. So then uh, um, I was like, my daughter begged me to bring her home. I was like, you know, we just rescued our other cat. We really need to give him time to adjust and everything. And I said, but I will. It's right before Christmas. This was last year, but I said, mm -hmm. I will bring her home. Um, take her to the shelter near where I live, where I rescued my other cat. And yeah. um, I, somebody will adopt her right away. She's a kitten. That's right. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she'll find a good home. And so by the time I got home, it's like a 40 minute drive. She's crawling around on the bottom of my vehicle. I get out. I'm not even kidding you. I would have taken a picture. I don't know where this came from. And I take her out of my truck and there's a sticker on her belly that says, please don't re-gift me. <gasps> what? Don't and I'm say like, that. Are you kidding me? No, and I swear to God. And I'm like, her. well, guess I got to keep her. <laughs> you still have her. Still have her. She's been one of the greatest gifts too. It's not just family. amazing. And I know people say, you know, somebody said to me before, would I take one of my dogs, like especially Zach, my collie, because me and him are kind of like one of the same. Would I take him on two locations with me? And my answer for many years was always no. Do I agree with anyone taking animals with them on location? And my answer, because I worked with animals, is always no. This is your field. This is what you want to do. I've seen videos of people taking the animals on, on location and I'm like, let's watch how they behave. Mm -hmm. And I know my collie now, he would be stuck to my, he, he's the only dog I can walk without off, off leash because he would always look for me. Uh, would I take him on location with me? Um, there was a time when I'd say no. And now there's a time that I'd probably, probably take him to one of my locations, which is local because I know he he will go about 10, 15 feet away from me, look back to see where I, I am. And, but if he doesn't leave my side, well then we know in this particular area of this building, something's going on. But I don't think I would put him through that. I don't think well, I would. But you also have to realize, especially the places that are kind of safer for, for you to visit um, yes. yourself, you know, if, if it's places that you've lived in a past life and you're connected in that way, then there's mm. a good chance if you're if your dog's part of your soul tribe, which which means that he's also reincarnated with you in, in multiple lifetimes. And mm -hmm. so there's a good chance that he was also there with you during that time. If you, if you're feeling compelled to take him to a certain site, you know, and, and it doesn't even have to be as a human, he could have, or I mean, as a dog, well, see, I said that, that that's relevant. He could have been a human during your past life and been there so people forget about that you know because a lot of people don't believe in reincarnation in that way or that mm. people can be yeah. different um and the reason i started thinking about this was because of my dog ella that i adopted um when i i rescued her it was very random not expected and um i ended up moving to a different town with her right after mm. i got her and they had this dog park I took her to. And I was like, that's weird. They had a dog on this sign that looked exactly like her. And it said Rocky. And that's the name of my uncle that had died um, years ago, you know. And I was like, huh, maybe that's coincidence, you know. This was back when I apparently believed in coincidences. And, uh, and then I went to work one day. And we had lockers at my workplace. And the person next to me, who I'd never seen, because I worked the night shift. 
Um, so I'd never seen the person next to me, but they had a, a, a picture on the front of their locker of a dog that looked exactly like mine. And I turn around and the name on the wall was also Rocky. And I'm like, you're meant okay. to keep. You're meant to keep. That's them. probably my uncle from a past, you know, <laughs> I reincarnated, get and she has been my protector, um, you know, with yeah. Me, I, see, stuff. just when you were saying about coincidence, and I, I, this is what I said a few years ago when my Yorkshire Terrier, um, uh, and I genuinely think she has ADHD or she has something because she's just she's a she's fabulous. She's such a great dog, and normally she shows her face up, but she's she's probably upstairs in my room. Oh, my kitten has slept so long, which is a good thing because normally she's on my shoulder. But um, one of my friends in rescue said, Jenny, I have an eight-week-old Yorkshire Terrier for adoption. And I'm like, no, don't. I can't. I can't. I won't. I can't. And I have my first Yorkshire Terrier tattooed on my foot. And uh, she was sending me pictures and videos of this tiny Yorkshire Terrier. And I said, I can't. i got to think about my head and on my heart, yada, yada, yada. And then I said, you know what? Okay, fine. Call her Sasha, Sasha's my first Yorkshire Terrier. Call her Sasha then. I'm going to, you know, um, uh, give my second Yorkie my first Yorkie's name because I loved her so much. And then I said, no, actually don't because it's taken away from my first Yorkie. For that week later, someone was talking to their daughter and said, oh, my, my daughter's name, my daughter, Sasha. And I looked at her and I said, what did you say? What's your daughter's name? And she said, Sasha. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay, I heard that before. And then I read in the newspaper and there's a man in the newspaper saying him and his little Yorkie Sasha. And I'm like, okay, here's another Sasha. And then something else came out, a Sasha. And I said, fine, call her Sasha. Call her, and her name is Sasha. But it's kind of and these even, things you do. A lot of people discount these things as, you know, nowadays they'll say, oh, that's just the law of attraction, the law of the universe, you know, where you start thinking about something and you start seeing it all the time. But that's yeah. not always the case. Um, sometimes, and I have argued this with people so much and I'm like, no, I mean, it could be, but typically in situations like that, specifically things do have a meaning there is more. And when you start paying attention to, to these synchronicities and these meanings in life, it makes everything magical, you know, and, um, well, there's, is but my dog Zach, just when we're talking about Zach, when I was um, going to foster a small little black terrier from this rescue, and they said, you know, I was going to get this dog a certain day, certain time. And then the rescue contacted me and said, Jenny, you know, the dog is not great with children. And I said, okay. And they said, will you foster our rescue number or whatever it was? And I looked at the, the rescue number and I remember passing his pictures six or seven times and i said nope i don't have the room for a collie nope i've had a collie before love collies i'd have 10 of them but i just have to think of the space and i just kept going by this picture and i'm like i can't i can't he's lovely but i can't and then the reference number that she wanted me to foster was sack and they called him tack in the pound and um i said okay you know what i'll take him in i'll take him uh -huh. in and now and now he the first week he was glued to my one-year-old daughter which I think she was two at the time he was glued he was just so friendly he's he's kind of like an old man in a dog's body and his <laughs> eyes he probably literally quite literally is his dog his eyes are human and they penetrate us and, and I know it sounds bizarre when people say oh they penetrate your soul and whatnot but if you know my dog you know what he's like everybody loves Zach 
And sometimes if he's here, he's in the he's in bed and I, he would sit up and put his head underneath. I said, Zach's like, mama hug. And he put his head underneath your shoulder and on your chin and just kind of like hold on tight. He's just like, and I always said, by gosh, if Zach ever goes or when he goes, I'll be a broken person. Definitely. That's how I, I have my little Jasper who's, you know, he's got ADHD and autism and everything else. And like, he just shuts down if he gets his paws wet. He's got all these little quirks and stuff, <laughs> so uh, which is funny. The first time I started realizing these things, like we were trick-or-treating, you know, with my kids a few years ago and he was dressed as a lobster and he touched a tiny little puddle and just sat down. Like he refused to move. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you're a lobster. <laughs> you're supposed to like water. I'm a lobster. <laughs> but he's very, uh, very human-like. Um, you know, he's very needy. Yeah. But it's That's like all the animals and kids and everything in our family know that he's special in that way. So he mm. doesn't get bullied by anyone. They all like tolerate multiple things that he does because he is special you know and he's got yeah. these like bulgy little eyes that just look at you <laughs> what breed did like, you say he yeah. was he's he's the he's the papillon, well, he's um, papillon. so it's kind of like oh, a he's almost tiny. like a long-haired chihuahua yeah yes. yeah 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 the beautiful let's see brian said my dog is definitely seeing spirit oh he got he has a newer dog. Oh, uh, oh yes. My place. And they have touched him a few times because he jumps for no reason. I know they're communicating with him. Isn't that amazing? Brian's spirits mm -hmm. aren't always very nice. So I, I can mm -hmm. see that bothering the puppy. You know, he, the, it, the dog's probably puppy. getting used to them, but I'm sure they do, you know, since they're not as able to affect Brian as much anymore, they're obviously targeting the dog. So. Yeah, and it, and his dog is such a quiet, good dog. I'm just gonna say I watched a video that Brian had sent of it, taking his dog out to farm. <laughs> it was just funny, but um, he, Maximus is such a good, quiet, docile rescue dog, and he's so pleasant and he's beautiful. And to see this, it's kind of like oh my gosh, like I always and like yeah. I remember when, when when my daughter had seen something in my room. We would kind of change my room around as I do. And my daughter said she's seen this black ball going from one side of my room to another side. And I said, was it a fly? How big was it? Because I'm playing it down. And she said, no, it was about this size. Mom was about this size. And it was just going past. And I'm like, that's okay. That's fine. My daughter's walking downstairs. My younger daughter was walking downstairs on her T-shirt. She said she fell on, her on, on the step. So I said, let me see what you were wearing. It was a long T-shirt. And I said, let me see if any snags on the wooden stairs and so on. And there was nothing there. So I did say mentally, I am that mother. I am that mother. I will not see you. But by God, will I punch, air punch. You know, I am that bear of a mom. I don't remember oh, they I know when it comes to my kids. You know, I, I'm not playing. My, and my kids are very, um, very intuitive as well. And, and, you know, there's, there's a whole controversy of kids as well. You know, my daughter That's a bit what has I was accompanied say. me to yeah. haunted forests and cemeteries and all kinds of things. And people might say like, how could you do that? How could you? Okay. Well, I want to tell people from my perspective, growing mm -hmm. up and having everyone around me, everyone I know, everyone who I looked for, to for safety 
mm-hmm. tell me that I was, you know, that those things don't exist and that basically I was crazy because of something that, because of their own fear, um, basically, 100%. was very yeah. damaging to me and very traumatic, you know, I, so I mm-hmm. actually blocked all of that out and, and until I was, I was in my mid thirties maybe. And had I known at her mm-hmm. age how to actually, you know, it's like, it's like being in customer service and you have an angry person on the phone. Most of them just want to be heard and be listened to. And they're not actually going to harm you unless you just ignore yeah. them, you know? So yeah. especially if you're intuitive and if, if, you know, if, if it's a child medium and if people will go and watch these shows, like if you watch, um, psychic children, which my daughter did. I, and yes, people can criticize me, whatever, but she was actually able to relate to that. It helped her so much because she's like, wow, there are other kids out there like me. There are, they all have the same problems. Their parents don't believe them. I mean, she's never had that problem with me, but with her grandparents, you know, other family. And and I don't blame them either. I, I mean, it's, it's because we're not educated on these things and we're not, you know, it's like, it's like you, like you're the only one in your family that um, has kind of a connection to. And they always see me as weird Jenny, the black sheep of the family, Jenny, weird Jenny. But people don't talk about things they're afraid of. So. Mm, I heard a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it was just diminished and, you know, um, it was, it was, it was hard you know, and now they all come to me and say, Jenny, this thing has gone on in my house. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, okay. I told and you. So. I know. And I, I have said, I told you so, so many times in the last like five I like years. Saying I, I, told like... you so. <laughs> I know just when, just when you were mentioning about your, your daughter and I was literally two seconds away from telling you the same thing about my daughter when I took her over to the museum and myself yeah. and my friend Alan were doing decorations up for, um, the uh halloween or christmas or whatever it was and my my daughter now she's 19 she's uh special needs um and she was she was intellectual disability so she was in one of the rooms on her phone and whatnot and i said to alan i said god bless her the innocence of the heart because if only she knew what we get from this room let me tell you she came out of the room and she looked at me and she went and i'm like did you and she goes mommy i heard a woman and I said, I did too. And I hugged her because I said, welcome, welcome, because you heard yeah. what I heard. And I was so proud that she heard it. And I was, I can't even say how much. Well, and that's another happened. thing with, with especially with special needs, you know, or or even the, the neurodiverse um, group of society. Because yeah. I think often that is dismissed as part of us being crazy. No, mm-hmm. these things are real. Like I've got, I, I had to go to such great lengths to prove these things when I was little, you know, because I would be blamed for moving something yes. or doing, that yes. I didn't do. And I was yes. terrified yes. to cross, like my room was on the opposite side of the house of my parents. And I mean, it probably wasn't that far. There's like, you know, a hallway, living room, kitchen, whatever in between us. But to me, when I had to run from there through Mm. all these spirits that were trying to communicate with me in the middle of the night, 200 miles, might as well have been. Yeah. And then to get there and to get in trouble for getting there, to go to, to get told to go back to bed, that monsters don't exist. You know, it's very, um, it's hard. Yeah. It was. It was hard. And so uh, 
when my daughter feels called to a location and, and you do have to, so I think when you have children like that, you have to teach them um, ways to protect themselves for one. That's, that's very important boundaries yes. with spirits, like we discussed, yes. um, but also to listen to them, you know, listen to what they're saying, because it's probably not something they're just making also their artwork, especially when they're, mm -hmm. they're younger, look at what they're drawing look at um you know it might not be something that and and i think back about this i'm like wow look at all the people that used to be in institutions and and you believe that um yeah and um such gifted souls that were just tortured and and made out to be crazy because because they were gifted you know, it, it's because it was taboo. It was so taboo back then. And now, yeah. when, when I started out in the paranormal field, I would never tell anyone I did the paranormal because they think I was crazy. And now, if you put your arms out left and right, you're going to touch a paranormal investigator or a paranormal enthusiast yes. or a paranormal fan, you know, because now it's kind of like media is doing the job. But back in the day, we oh, yeah. could not say anything. And I, I remember one night when my something was happening in my house it wasn't bad i don't think it was but my two big boys who sleep in my room and uh, i always leave our doors open they slept in the door frame of my daughter's room and big riley he's a newfoundlander keto mix always slept in the girl's bedroom on the floor and i'm like that is not like riley that is not like riley so i don't say these things out loud sometimes at my house when my girls i don't know if they're awake or asleep and i say mentally if you frighten them I'm going to go Irish mother on your arse. We are not doing it. We are not doing it. I can't see you, but I will find you. It's kind of like Liam Neeson. I will not, I know I, I, if I find you and the rest, but you know, and, and the dogs had found it. And I thought these dogs were a little bit silly sometimes, but no, they were on the ball with it. Another thing with, um, you know, especially like like awesome with myself anyways and i i don't know if it affects others this way but i've i've seen so many my indicators um it's like with animals you know animals can see uh in infrared basically they see an entirely different spectrum of of light and so um not only do i see spirits and entities uh you know in in whatever form they're projecting whether it be like as, as a human or shadow person whatever but i also see light entities like with my naked eye um but i can also see an infrared so mm. uh wow, i wonder with with yes I, I i wonder if um you know other uh, I'm, I'm very high functioning, obviously, but I'm, but I wonder if this is also affects other, other special needs, especially children, because can you, I can't imagine like this, I've been this way my whole life, but if I wasn't, that would be, it, it's almost like an animal sees the world, I would assume in all these different colors and things that, that other people mm -hmm. can't see, but it would be absolutely um almost tormenting for certain environments in modern times for a child like that so so i always yes. wonder if 
if people who live in city, it's very hard for me to live in a city, first of all, all I, the lights, all no. the, uh, plus I'm not grounded as much, obviously, yeah. but so I do make a point and an effort. I, I have to do that to get out in nature and in the sun and things like that. But if it's a special yeah. needs child who, who their parent isn't yeah. aware that the, how these things affect them, you know, yeah. the world would be overwhelming. Like I would probably shut down. I, I wouldn't know. Um, and, and I'm wondering if a lot of things with modern technology have affected, you know, you see so much more uh, increased seizures and things like that. Completely. Um, yeah. Dogs as well. A lot of people don't realize when dogs out of the blue kind of start biting their owner, many times they're having a very short seizure or mini stroke and mm -hmm. dogs automatic reaction. They don't know what to do with their mouth. So it's not mm -hmm. like, so then a lot of these owners give up their dog, but it might be their environment. It's causing them to have a seizure. I get that completely. I get it a hundred percent. Like I totally, I, I like, we have so much in common that everything you're saying, I totally relate to. Literally. It's kind of like, someone is hearing me and, and like I said when I said I touched walls you know tonight I haven't said that in gosh about four years because I think people think you know oh Jennifer you're touching something and and um, it is nice to know that you get it you get what I'm saying you get what I'm talking about and I thought I was weird by doing it and I said say this curtain and when I go like sorry I, I'm changing the subject for a second but when I go to a castle and I feel the curtains and the original I am feeling I'm feeling as if I'm, I'm fixing them when I lived there. Or I'm feeling the, the material of it. And I know it sounds a little bit bonkers. And I know that kind of, that's genuine no. conversations. Like I always go YouTube with it. But I, I just, I know, I don't know what it is and why I do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's perfectly normal. I, I think that you're just not aware of many of your gifts. And that, that's what everything around you is trying to tell you. Um, I was told and that that's before. a good thing and a bad thing. So, so with that, you're more prone to um, being attacked by lower level entities because of this, because they, they find it, it's almost like a game to them. They're, and they're drawn to you because of that, because anyone that can, they know can sense them. Even if you're not aware of it. I mean, it was even worse when I wasn't aware of it because like really bad things happened to me and my environment. You know, I mean, I, there were times I could have gotten hurt because I wasn't aware that these things. And then in hindsight, looking back, I'm like, oh man, I just brushed that off as I tripped or my stove caught on fire or whatever happened. And all that time, it was these things that I was, you know, they were actually attacking me because I didn't know how to protect myself. Um, well, that's, that's it. When I was in, in uh, Shane's castle up in the north of Ireland, and it was all underneath the ground, the graves were above us. And these this tunnels, I have done this for six years, every month consecutively for six years. So I know this, I could walk up and down these tunnels blindfolded and I'll know each place. I'm feeling the breeze, my window is not open. And I'm like, Jennifer's overthinking. And um, I remember we had done a reenactment that night. We had guests with us on the, on the team. It wasn't my team at the time. It was a team I was on. And so we had done a reenactment. And the founder was sitting on the chair and done his, you know, the, 
you know, the oh, he did a few things that I'm not going to say. But he, anyway, we did the reenactment. And he said, Jenny, you're going to call out. You're going to provoke. And I'm like, well, I'm not too comfortable provoking because, I, you know, it's not my place or business to provoke. But I was kind of newish in the field. So I said, fine. Well, let me tell you, when I took role, I took role. And, you know, I kind of, you know, took my place and, you know. So I'm giving orders to these soldier men and whatnot. And I felt kind of like I was dominant. As a female, I was dominant. So later on that night, I was so dominant asking the questions out. I was being like, you know, you are here and I am here. So they're, I think they're channeling through you. Well, later that night, we at the end of the night, we went back to that location and the founder said to me, Jenny, um, uh, you know, bring the team down to where we had reenactment earlier. And I said, fine. We walked in. Never to this day, and I'm glad I didn't, but that night when we walked back into that in, into those tunnels, the sulfur smell burned your throat. I had an irritant at the top of my throat. You could, your nostrils was singed inside with the sulfur and there was a mist. Now, I know we were beside a lock, but, you know, I, I just, we were so underneath the ground. Mm. But the sulfur was the one that got me. That's, um, you know, a lot of people assume that that's always demonic. What I've learned, that smell specifically, and I started, I became terrified of mist and fog there for, for a while for multiple reasons. One, um, it's it's almost been proven that there, there was an experiment. I'll have to look this up because it's it's been a long time since I've researched this. But um, there was an entire town that was basically haunted by this fog that came in. And this this wasn't just, I mean, it might have been the basis for this movie. But it's, it's because obviously it. yeah. the, the water, quite literally, as we talked about before, uh, mm. the ions in the water and such attract... Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's magnetized basically for, for different, um, different entities, different elementals, a, a mm -hmm. lot of things to manifest actually. Um, but the sulfur, what got me, I've, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm a UFO, like, uh, an abduction, ab abductee experiencer as well. And many mm -hmm. of those times, especially through hypnosis and that, um, these things happen, there was that smell present and that fog and that mist. And yeah. so now I'm like, and you know, many times people's experiences with demons, I always say that I'm like, well, was it actually a demon or was it an interdimensional or extraterrestrial type? Um, especially if you're underground, you know, you, you get into like reptilians and all kinds of things. And that smell is specifically like that. I, I've, have almost PTSD when I'm around that smell, not because of demons, because I'm not afraid of those, um, but because of my experiences with with extraterrestrials. So, um, That's in just, those instances, we were meant to meet, Trish. We were meant to meet because there's so much I want to talk to you about. The, the when we had walked into those tunnels and the smell of the sulfur, my friend said to me, Jenny, we cannot go any further because of. Um, the smell, the sulfur. And I'm like, that's okay. They know we're here. Yeah. We know they're here. We're going to keep going on. You know, I'm running the night. We're going to do this. So about two, three times we were going in. And then she, and I said, you know what? Okay, fine. We will not continue on. We will leave. And when we were leaving and I said, I don't know why we have to leave if they know we're here and we know they're here. 
And within that was kind of like the matrix. It was like something ran yes. to me or towards me. And I, my eyes closed, my hearing went. And I kind of like the matrix yep. and you go back slowly and you go back up. And I'm like, about say eight seconds, 10 seconds later, I was like, and I linked onto my friend and I'm like, get me out, get me out. I need to get out. I need to get out of here. And then I said, so my, in I, that I, time, you were, you know, this is what happens to abductees because, and it only feels like a few seconds to us of, of well, sometimes it can literally be a few hours, be whatever. But most times, if they do take over a person's body, uh, which is very possible, um, yeah. or if they physically take them, then there's like a glitch in the time. And it might only be a few seconds. And I started realizing this because, um, I guess, uh, you know, I often see things before they happen, but I didn't know that a long time ago. I thought mm. I, I would get very alarmed and think that whatever that event was, was going to happen right then, but usually it'd be sometime in the future. And so when that future event happened, I was triggered to take a picture with yeah. a screenshot of something. I would just like, I, I found random pictures on my phone that I didn't remember taking or my oh. camera or whatever of like my my clock radio or something, you know, just, That's just but I was, I was subconsciously noting the time. Did and okay. then I would note like, um, and a lot of times it would, it would tell me before, like if it was my radio in the car, there would be a song on that said like monsters something, you know, and I would note the time and not remember taking that picture and then oh end up somewhere completely different um at a different time and have no idea what happened in the and that's how i'm like okay now i have proof to myself i don't you know this wasn't even trying to prove to anyone else yeah um, but i'm like now i know something happened mentally physically whatever i was not in my own body or something else took it over during this five seconds of time however long it was you know hello and i thought and that's dangerous Oh, well, I thought something was just kind of running through me. You know, when it says somebody from the other world gets too close to you and so on. Mm -hmm. And then I remember saying to myself, I need to get out. And I told my friends, I need to get out. But I remember saying, I remember taking my own mind over and saying, if you yes. panic, you lose it. Yes. So I contained myself. And I remember as well, when I was on another show, uh, UFO and coffee, and I'm like, it was in the daytime here for me. And I was like, UFO and coffee. I'm like, well, this is the first for me. I don't know a lot about UFOs and so on. When we did that show, Pandora's box. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Again, Pandora's box opened up. And I remember when I, you know, younger and I was in the bunk beds and I looked at my window and I was looking at the sky and I'm like, no, if I look out the sky, they know I'm watching. And then I'll know that they're watching and they know that I'm watching it. But I'm like, but I never told this to anyone. So who yep. the frick is watching me and who am I watching? But I knew. There's always watchers. Is yes. it crazy that I say that they're reading my mind? That they know, okay, Jenny's looking here and Jenny's looking out her window. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to see me from my bedroom window. Yeah. That was my initial. When I first, I had never, even being from New Mexico, it, it was never an interest of mine. I never researched it. I ne never, never never looked into ufos or anything of the sort until again just like you one day i was like looking up at the sky as an adult but i remember doing it as a kid too and well for one i i thought that i don't belong here you know that i'm not from here or something but then my second thought was um then other times i would be scared 
that they could see yeah. me or whatever. And um, <laughs> this goes back through through many cultures, you know, the eye in the sky and things like that. Yes. Um, but that's initially where all these memories started coming back. And it usually hits people yeah. around, you know, in their maybe 30s, 40s, 50s where they start remembering their abductions and their experiences. And then they'll see that many of those experiences weren't paranormal at all, you know, um, yeah, that they were I, actually interdimensional or, or extraterrestrial and they weren't demonic, you know. I'm hearing stuff in my kitchen again and there's nobody in my kitchen. Uh, it's, like, it's like it's been rustled, like, like Toby the cat's at it, but Toby's here in bed. And they, they, it does it all the time. And I used to shut up to my children saying, you know, check the kitchen. Um, the bag is rustling. Like it's not stopped, but it was rustling. Like before we came alive. Do you live near a hotel? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I just, I, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... Um... That they've like updated or, or modernized or something? Yes. Yes, they have. Something some there's something to do with that, first of all. Um but also about a book, like a specific book that you own. Um that's green, that maybe the book cover is green. Um Maybe you own a book about plants. I have a few books and there's one book that has writing on it. And I think, I think it's green. I can't say for sure. I think it's green. I'm not a hundred percent. I have other books on. I probably, I, because most of my books I put into the attic. And then some of my books I put into my press here beside me. That's it. So it's the attic. There's something in the attic. Um, did you say there's something in the attic? Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> now I may get into it. I go live uh, when I get into my attic. Do you have decorations up there? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but they say you need you need protection from that from whatever's in the attic. Well, that's just lovely. <laughs> that's just lovely to hear that. And the next time, and I literally got myself, I got myself attic stairs, so I didn't have to ask my ex-husband, can you come in and go in the attic for me? Now, and I can, it's okay, I got attic stairs, I can go into the attic myself. Now I'm going to say, can you come into the attic for me to bring my ex-husband? But you know what? I will do a live when I go into my attic. Don't mind the mess of yes. it. <laughs> really? Is there something in my attic now, Trish? Is there something in my attic? It Jeez. says facts. They, they keep saying facts. Facts. So facts. Facts. Like facts. That there's that that there's something in the attic. Yes. Well, it can um, stay in the attic. <laughs> I think I don't know. Something about maybe, but you said your house isn't that old, right? 15 years old. About 15 years old, but it's coming from a very old land in Drogheda beside the Boyne River. I mean, there was fighting on this land. And I yeah. remember 
looking and sitting on my couch watching TV. You know when you get this peripheral vision, you know, where you can see someone at the side, left or right? Mm -hmm. And a few years, many years ago, my neighbor came down to me. I didn't even know that she knew I was into the paranormal. And she said to me, Jenny, all my presses in the kitchen is opening. But why did she come to me? I have no idea. I wasn't even out there when I came to the paranormal. I wasn't even, I didn't even have Emerald Isle at the time. So why she came to me, I have no idea. And I just said, keep an eye on it. You know, if you want me to go up, I'll go up. But there's always something with the kitchen. Now, I thought there was somebody, remember we went live, to, before we went live tonight, I said to you, I need to go check this, not a cat in my kitchen in my rubbish bag and then the bag is rattling again and my daughter said to me last week mom did you call me and I'm like no I didn't call you so now mama's gonna have to take out you know their Irish gloves and say you know I mean we're not doing this again you know you can stay but be calm but let's not get too feisty with don't call my children that's why we're gonna put a stop to it do not call my children I think it's uh maybe it's a cookbook that they're telling you to Start cooking and not order anymore <laughs> online. A cookbook. This is something that's like an antique or something that something has wants you to look at. So I don't know. So now you you do know I'm going to go into the attic. Not now, but I'll go into the attic tomorrow and have a look for these books. But I'm going to have my children with me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I might do. I might call you on video, Trish, and I'll call you on of video course. when I'm going to the attic. When I'm going into the attic and just saying, "Okay, right." I tell people that all the time because I obviously I can communicate remotely with with spirits and such as well too. So um, well, I'm telling you to direct me and tell me where to go. And you say, Jennifer, you're getting hot. You're getting cold. You know, don't go to this corner because it's the other, or maybe it's something about like dragonflies or frogs or like nature in some way i don't it's i have odd i have nature books i have nature books i have a lot of nature books you know like insects i have yeah. that i have an insect book because i like my children to learn about insects and not to be you know afraid of them or anything like that i do have a lot of um animal books I was going to say, what was that? <laughs> that was my dog. <laughs> that was, but that was right when you said animal books. That was funny. Uh, so that that must be confirmation on on that. Okay, yeah, we're you. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to dig into this more. I can't yeah. believe it's already ten twenty. So we have gone. Faster. Is it? Oh no! It's like four. It's like four twenty. I know. I was gonna say it's uh, it's gotta be. Um, well, Jen, it has been an absolute pleasure. Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, and obviously, I'd love to have you on again sometime. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to make you know, to say, get your behind onto my show. I have <laughs> so much to talk to you about. Um, with me, it's Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers, which is here and it's here in my mug. Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers. You'll find me on Facebook. That is my team. We do go lives in it. And then my vodcast is uh, Shadow Whispers in the Night. We're not on this Saturday night, but we will be on the Saturday night afterwards because we will be doing a live this Saturday night on location in the Drogheda Museum, Millmount. Trish, I will definitely let you know when we're doing live on the yeah. Millmount. I'd love for you to, to watch and to be there. Then you I find me would absolutely, yes, I, I would love to. I was writing that. So I wrote both of those down in the comments as well. And then I'll update it on my YouTube and everything. Oh, that's perfect. Um, that's brilliant. 
it was so much and fun. And Brian says, it. let's all go into the attic. Yes. That was <laughs> Brian say that. Oh, listen, Brian, I would, I would do a group chat tomorrow when I get into the attic. And like I said, I got stairs and I got stairs into my attic so I didn't have to get a step ladder because I don't like heights. And and now I'm listen, I will do a video call with a group of us tomorrow when I get into the attic. <laughs> um that'll be fun. But I loved, I have to say, Trish, I loved you picked up on things that we all had only just met tonight and I'm a little bit floored by what you picked up on and normally I have my tinfoil hat beside me you know but I don't have it <laughs> so people doesn't read me but that was on the nails I on. I don't um you do have a lot aside from like I said you're gonna attract because you do have gifts that you're not using and with that you attract um not only it, it, not always negative you also have a lot of protection around you so so yeah. there's a lot of good too i don't want you to be afraid of anything and, and i tell people this all the time i'm like you know people are like how how can you walk through these places that affect literally everyone and attack everyone yeah. and you're just unfazed like are you the devil and i'm like well i mean i am a redhead but amen aside, <laughs> aside from that <laughs> no it's because i have already you have to treat spirits like you do animals or anything else if an animal senses fear it's going to be defensive it might bite you just out yes. of defense Protection. yeah a spirit is no different neither are demons if they sense your fear they will play off of that 100 percent. i have to and say so it's, it's just an illusion fear's an illusion well that's it and i'm gonna i'm gonna take what you said on board because when i go go and when I go, that's a real Irish accent, when I go, a real Irish accent, when I go on investigations, I literally, I could be in a dark room on my own, which I tend to less not do that. But my fear, I think they, they know my fear. I'm not yep. Jenny, you know, I'm not Jenny, you know, you know, great. I, I genuinely have the fear and people laugh and joke at me about that. But I also tell them it is human reaction. It is human nature to have a fear. So I'm not, I'm not, yes, I'm afraid a little bit because it's it's a human fight or flight reaction. That is normal. And I don't, I, I think people who are mocked in the field about that, you know, just let's not do that. Because I know someone had mocked me about being fearful before. And I'm just thinking, mm -hmm. well, you know, whatever, Billy Big Balls, you know, I hope you are doing great. But I and I tell people that as well. Like I, I have been terrified at different places. But what I'm saying is, then you go back there, and then you're not as afraid the next time, and you conquer mm. that fear. Yeah. Just as with yeah. anything in life, I was afraid of the dark up until I was like 38 years old, and I'm not afraid to admit that. 100% terrified mm -hmm. of it, and yeah. it was finally after I had had so much. And and people, when I say that I am able to communicate with certain spirits and. I've had to pay for, like, I had to work to get to that point. Mm -hmm. I have been possessed and attacked and seen more monsters in my life than people could probably. So it didn't come yeah. without a price, but I had conquered yeah. those is what I'm saying. Like, you can't. Yeah. I used to be terrified of dogs because one bit me when I was little. I used to be terrified of cats because one bit me. I've been, mm. you know. You have to conquer yeah, that. It's, it's not. Pets. You have your pants. And I, I think it's. It's it's and I I'm not going to lie I'm still ner not nervous 
I'm still kind of, you know, adrenaline rush. Let's do this. I need I, my passion, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to be stupid when I feel like there's no one with me. I'm in a very dark room and I know yes. there's something here that doesn't like me. That's the point where I'm saying I'm not going to be stupid, Jennifer. Absolutely. I'm not going to be stupid, Jenny. I'm going to say I'm going to need some assistance in here. I need someone with me. That's what I'm talking about. Protect and yourself. That's completely. And I know these locations like the back of my hand that I'm doing them for years. Um, and and that's why I would seek someone with me. And it's not that I'm afraid. And uh, when you start... What I started doing, which which I've always done, and people are like, no, I'm, you know, that's my rival investigative team or whatever. I'm, and I'm solo, I'm a medium. So, but I'm like, we're, we have to work together because even somebody from yeah. halfway across the world, you can get a different perspective on that specific side or a different perspective yeah. on somewhere that, that maybe you didn't consider maybe that they lived there before and they have some insight you know so yeah yeah, yeah. It, it can happen and it has it's happened not a competition there's literally millions trillions of spirits in the world to investigate so we're not going to run out anytime soon I mean, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absurd that people compete in this field so it is just oh my gosh that's you know that's i know that's a I know. whole other story <laughs> I'll tell you, girl, I was going to say, let's get off the air and talk about it. <laughs> it's Thank just, you all no. for listening. They're going to kick us off. It is 1023. Um, you can find, again, the upload, the replay of this on all of your major podcast stations and obviously Roku. So next week uh, we have uh, Flint Hills Paranormal joining us. I'm, I'm excited about that because most people in Kansas don't actually know I exist. Uh, so it's kind of weird to have someone from my own state, um, but <laughs> I know weird that like millions of other people across the world know I exist, but but not not in my own backyard. So look forward to that again. Thank you all, um, and have a safe week and and be safe investigating. We'll see you next time. Thank you. I don't ever know how to end. Oh, there we go. See? It's not safe. Go up to the right hand.